guys and welcome to belly dance talk radio this week i'll be talking about inspiration and staying motivated i was on instagram on my mayata dance instagram definitely follow me if you're not following me already on there so it's mayata dance on instagram so i was on there yesterday and i thought i'd try out that ask me a question feature the sticker that you put and people ask you questions I had a little bit of time on my hands and so I thought I'd try out the ask a question feature and I said ask me anything and I got a few questions, very interesting questions from my followers and students and friends and one of them from Natalie Zara Bellydance, um, one of my students, was how I stay motivated and inspired in belly dance. So I thought I'd just talk a little bit about that on the show here because I've been dancing over 20 years now so I've been belly dancing since I was 15 um, so maybe over 20 almost 25 years um, so that's a long time and I have you know of course it it comes and goes my motivation and inspiration for all things belly dance but it has remained pretty much steady throughout the 25 years I've never taken a break from dance I've never stopped belly dancing other than I guess my last pregnancy I did take maybe a month or two off from belly dance that's the most I've ever taken off in all these 25 years I've been pretty addicted to it throughout constantly and of course yes sometimes it's more than other times I go through phases I go, go through my um, you know I'm into hockey right now and I've been into fitness and still am I'm into Latin dance I'm into so many different things and I'm going to talk a little later about this I think it does help me stay motivated in belly dance uh, not the opposite so sometimes people say oh you have so many interests and so many dance you know likes and stuff how how do you do it all but I think sometimes being tunnel vision too much sometimes can ruin it for people and they overdose and then they they kind of hate belly dance i've i've heard that story a few times so i'm going to just share kind of how through these 25 years of belly dance how i've stayed motivated and inspired within this beautiful art form um, and maybe give you some ideas and maybe i'd love to hear from all the listeners on how you stay motivated and inspired and maybe i can share some of those tips from you guys on our facebook page maybe in an upcoming episode of belly dance talk radio with some more tips and tricks so let's see number one is dancing, dancing all the time, belly dancing, you know, just around the house, belly dancing in class, teaching, taking classes, just in general dancing a lot. I think even when you're not feeling like dancing, to push yourself and just dance, just just do a song, do your favorite song, improv around the house. Don't push too hard, just push in, you're gonna try dancing to something and see where that leads. I'm not saying, you know, force yourself to dance two hours strict technique practice if you're really not feeling it. I'm just saying, you know what, let the music take you somewhere. I think usually once you start dancing, you'll want to continue or you'll wanna do a little more and you'll feel better for it. 
Um, so dancing a lot. I think just keeping dance in there. Don't let it go. Don't be like, I don't feel like dancing for too many days in a row, right? Just force yourself to dance. Do a dance, you know, and if it doesn't feel fun or it doesn't feel good, then okay, stop. But try it out every day. Try putting on some music that inspires you and dancing around, choreographing, making up new steps, or just playing around to the music, improv. So number one, dancing a lot. And that can be in the form of taking classes, teaching classes, practicing on your own, you know, going to a party and dancing all night, just that type of stuff. Okay, so dancing a lot, I think is key and not stopping for long periods of time. Okay, so dancing constantly really keeps you going, keeps you, keeps the momentum going kind of. Another big one is, and a lot of people talk about this, is it good, is it bad, watching other dancers. I find it totally inspires me watching amazing dancers on YouTube, live, at clubs, you know, at big workshop shows, the local dancers at Hafla's, everything. So big stars, community dancers, there's so much talent everywhere and you can find it almost daily if you look for it. So. I'm not saying to get pulled into the black hole of YouTube and just sit there all day staring at dancers, which I know can happen. <laughs> Sometimes that happens and it's okay. You don't want to do that too often because then you also want to be thinking about crafting your own dance. But Sometimes I find if I'm not too motivated and I don't feel like getting up and dancing, if I watch some YouTube clips of my favorite dancers or maybe a new dancer I discover on YouTube, it can kind of pull me out of that and make me think, yeah, I want to do that. Oh, I want to do that. Let me try that little combo she's doing there. Or let me try dancing to that song I just heard. So watching dancers and watching dancers live to me is even more inspirational and motivating. Seeing them live. It's amazing. Go out, support your local belly dancers. Go you know, clap and yell for them at the clubs or at the theaters or at the haflas that they're performing at. Go see them. And not just dancers that come in from out of town. I will do a whole show on this, but I think let's support our local dancers. Some of our local dancers are so good and they're they're like better than people who might be brought in but just because someone comes in from out of town people are like woo but you know think about your local dancers too who's dancing at the Arabic nightclubs every Saturday night who's you know the warm-up act for that person who's come from out of town sometimes there's so much talent there and we just don't realize who's right under our nose and same goes for classes local dance teachers go to their classes try them out even if you're a professional you can go to other people's classes you know a lot of people are scared to go and and learn from someone else because it might make them look like you know they're less of a dancer or something. I think you're more of a dancer if you're continuing to learn and not just from workshops from out of town teachers, from local teachers, go take a class, brush up on your technique, learn some new stuff. I think that's great. So that's my next point. So watching dancers is one thing that super inspires me. Another point is taking classes, taking workshops, even watching YouTube clips and learning stuff from them online classes. There's tons of online classes now. Watching my Instagram little mini instructionals. Check those out. 
there's so many resources, you know, in person, I think is a little more powerful sometimes than online, but online, in person, whatever you can do, I think learning, not just, I mean, brushing up on technique is amazing and that's great. Not just brushing up though, learning some new stuff that really excites you and that's hard. Learn something that's hard. I love challenging myself in every aspect of life, not just dance. You know, right now I'm learning to play hockey. It's so hard, but I'm enjoying it so much. Same for dance, learning a new style of belly dance. Maybe you're an oriental dancer and you want to try doing you know, tribal or even just try a step from tribal or a concept. Maybe you're, you know, really, really focused on Egyptian belly dance and then you go and try a Turkish workshop or something like that. So try something hard for you. Maybe you're used to a very certain teacher. Go and learn from someone else. Try different stuff. So just keep challenging yourself. I think that's one of the biggest things with motivation and, and inspiration is challenging yourself. You can't just rest on your laurels and be like, oh, I'm amazing or whatever. I'm okay and I'm going to enjoy this and that's that. I think you need to, because that's when you'll get bored, right? I think you need to keep challenging yourself. So have goals. That's another thing. Goals. I'm all over the place in this podcast, but goals are another big thing that keep me motivated. Am I going to perform at a show in three months and I want to have an amazing choreographed piece? Uh, you know, maybe you want to do a competition. I've thought about, I mean, I've put on star belly dancer competition three years. Um, but I've often thought about, you know, entering one myself just to have that big, scary goal, you know, so, and goals can be other things than just performances. Maybe it's, you want your shimmies to be a lot bigger, you know, just make sure you kind of have a quantifiable goal. So figure out how you want your shimmies to be, how much bigger, what do you want them to look like exactly? Or if you want to be able to shimmy for 10 minutes straight without becoming out of breath, that's a good goal too. Things like that. Maybe your goal is something like if you're not outperforming all the time, maybe you want to make it that you want to upload a video to your YouTube account, a beautiful choreography that you've done. You can just work on that, work on that, work on that until you have your beautiful choreography, but set a date. Definitely make it specific. Yeah, so set a date for when that video will come out. Don't just say I'm going to make a video at some point. It will be beautiful. Set when you're going to put that video out, what it's going to be, what exactly, and then, you know, make an action plan. Every day I'm going to practice this choreography that I'm going to dance at this show or on this video for 20 minutes a day, right? And I'm going to go down to my basement and just practice alone for 20 minutes. Like break your goals up and have an action plan. And I can talk on and on about goals and action plans and all these things at some point. But this is just a small part of this episode. Basically, goals keep you motivated, I feel. So what else? As well as just watching others on YouTube and watching others perform, I like to watch myself. Whether you're just personally videotaping your practice or a dance you've made or some technique you're working on, you can you know, it doesn't have to go on Instagram. It's not a rule that if you tape it, it has to go on Instagram or YouTube. Um, you can do this privately for yourself, right? So just videotape yourself, watch yourself and, and deconstruct it. Just really pick apart your 
choreography or your technique or whatever needs work. Like I'll always notice my arms and how they need more work, right? Even after 25 years, I'm finding you know, flaws in my arms and I need to work more on that. And then I do another video and see if I've worked on it. Have I fixed the arm problems I saw in the last video? And you can do that progressively every week or every day, do a video of the same thing, the same choreography, the same technique, whatever it is, and see how you progress. And that can be super inspiring when you see your progress and you see what you can do with practice. And sometimes without video, you don't actually see it as plain you know as if it's on a video and you can see from point a to point b and how that happened with practice so i think videotaping yourself is an amazing tool and also i said you didn't have to put it on instagram and youtube if you tape it some people say instagram inspires them and motivates them to practice more and then i've been hearing a bit of a another side of it where they feel like they're just doing everything just to put something beautiful up on Instagram and they're not feeling like they're artistically creating uh, organically or properly because they're always doing everything just for the feed or just for the post or just for the YouTube clip that they want to put up and I can feel both sides. I do feel it motivates me a bit more than demotivates me but um, you know, there's two sides to it. So I think finding the right balance for you personally is the way to go with that. For me, I feel like, and as you know, I was talking to Christina Lee Samara on, I guess, three episodes ago, two episodes ago, something like that. And you can catch that interview. Just check it out. It was a belly dance talk radio a few weeks ago. Um, we were talking about Instagram and how it can definitely motivate you to do more, right? If you're taping yourself every day, it's kind of forcing you to dance and forcing you to work on things and forcing you to look at yourself and see what's going on with your dancing and your choreography and your technique and all that stuff. It can motivate you to do something every day or every week or whatever your timeline is. You don't want to do it just for Instagram and be like, okay, I'll do a little thing and then that's that. Got my beautiful clip and I'm not going to continue. But I think sometimes getting my camera out or my phone out and thinking I'm going to make an Instagram clip right now really gets me dancing and then I continue. As long as you can continue and it's not just for the clip and then you're, you put your phone away and you stop dancing. And the same goes for photos and stuff. Often, you know, you take a picture of something or you take a video clip of something and then you stop doing it just because you got the photo or the video. So try to force yourself just in life in general, not just in dance sometimes. Um, so if you feel yourself falling prey to that type of thing, and I think our whole society kind of is sometimes, you know, do you, get some beautiful coffee, take a picture, and that's that. You know, try and enjoy the thing that you just took a picture of. Think about it. You know, if you just ordered a coffee just to get a photo, I mean, that sucks. And I know it happens a lot these days with Instagram and Facebook and Snapchat, whatever all the things are. Um, but you can use that kind of we're in this world now, so you can use that to your advantage now. Think, I'm not going to just get something, take a picture. Let that picture force you to enjoy that thing. 
So you've taken your picture. Now live the life that you just posted about. Don't just be like, ugh, whatever. You know, enjoy that coffee. Look at that design in the foam. You know, really see it as artwork and, and enjoy that after you've taken the photo. So same goes for dance in that, you know, you can post a little clip of you doing a slow-mo backwards figure eight and be like, oh, I look so beautiful doing my technique here, this one movement slow-mo in the perfect lighting and my perfect outfit and I had all my makeup done. But then after that, yes, it got you out there, it got you dressed, it got you ready to dance. You've got the music on, you're in a space to dance. So then continue dancing. Don't just do that backwards figure eight for Instagram. Continue on. Work on that technique. See what might not have looked perfect in that figure eight. Continue on with other steps. Make a choreography. Let it be a jumping off point for you, right? Don't let it be that's it. That's the end of it. I think that's all I have to say about social media, basically. I mean, that's not all I have to say, but... That's my main point is don't let it just be about social media, but I do think social media can kind of be a jumping off point and let you open up to doing more, do more, but really do the things that you're posting about, right? Um, and it does take a conscious thought. I mean, I find myself sometimes doing things like that, taking a photo and then walking away from the circumstance. <laughs> uh, you got to call yourself back and be like, no, this is the life I want to be living. I mean, if you're posting about it, it probably is what you want to be doing in your heart. So do it, you know, make the time to do it. Make the time to be dancing every day. If you're on Instagram posting dance pics and videos all day, every day, make that your life, you know, do that, live that. Don't just live it for Instagram. So that's, that's my preachy moment there about social media. What else is inspirational and motivational to me? Definitely music. Oh my goodness, music. So all types of music, not just belly dance music, but mainly belly dance music for belly dance <laughs> for me. But listening to new music, listening to old music, discovering, I mean, the other day, my husband was like, you don't know that Unka Sum song? There was a certain song. He was like, how could you not know it? And I'm like, I don't know. It was very surprising to both of us. And, you know, he played it. And now I'm discovering this old new song that I didn't know about. And maybe I'll choreograph a dance to it. Maybe I'll practice to it. I'll bring it to my classes. Discovering new music is amazing, whether it's old or, or <laughs> just came out. Discovering a new band, a new awesome Arabic band, going to see live music, super inspiring. I told you, I think last episode about dancing to a live band at an event and just it re-sparked my whole um, commitment to belly dance, basically. So hearing live Arabic music can be a huge jolt of motivation and inspiration, at least for me. Music is so important to the dance and live Arabic music is super important to belly dance. As I was talking last week, right? Dancing to live music, dancing to live bands. So go out and see your local Arabic bands, listen to music, get new music constantly, just have it in your ears all the time, have it in the car, have it in your earphones, 
just always listening to Arabic music, dancing around to it. And of course, other music can inspire as well. So depending how much you belly dance to other types of music, you know, that depends on the person. But, you know, of course, I just put a clip up on Instagram of me belly dancing to Logic. I belly dance to rap. I belly dance to Latin music. I belly dance to pretty much everything. But I mean, my main inspiration in belly dance is going to be Arabic music for sure. But every now and then I like to mix it up and try a few movements to another genre. So yeah, depending what motivates you, um, different music might do it. Arabic music, live music, new music, you know, just get that music all around you. Music is so inspiring. Another thing that can be motivational and inspirational is getting a dance buddy. So having someone that you can practice with or even just, you know, text or email and say, hey, how's it going? How's that goal going? Did you practice? Are you going to a class this week? Are you going to see some live music this weekend? Um, better yet, it's better if you guys do the things together for sure. But it, I know in this day and age, everyone's super busy and all that. So sometimes just having someone to check in with weekly. Hey, did you do this? How's it going? You know, you could call each other, you could message each other, whatever it is. Or you can actually get together and make a day like where you get together. Maybe you're choreographing for each other or you're teaching each other exchanging ideas have some goals together have some goals apart and check in with each other or practice with each other or catch a class together you know sometimes that will force you into a class is if you make a date with a friend like hey let's go to this person's class on Tuesday at six or let's try a different class every month or you know, let's go to a workshop together. Sometimes it can help having a buddy in that because then you kind of actually go because <laughs> you have plans like a gym buddy, right? You have your dance buddy. Holds you accountable kind of a little more. Another inspiration, as I said in my Instagram post when I answered this original question, what motivates and inspires me? The last thing I said was, you know, sunsets, my family, things like that, like just abstract things that might not have anything to do with dance. You know, you look out the window and you, you know, I'm getting all artsy fartsy and abstract here, but you look out the window, you see a beautiful hot pink sunrise or sunset. And, you know, really meditating on that and looking at it and thinking about it can bring you to new ideas in your dance as crazy as it sounds. I'm sure a lot of you are very artistic people if you're in the dance world and in belly dance and you can relate to this. But if you can't, you know, just open your mind up to that. You know, I just recently painted a wall in my house uh, a deep red color, which is strange for me because I'm really into neutrals. So this is new. Um, but looking at that just inspires me for a new piece, a new belly dance piece. And it might sound crazy, but I mean, if you open yourself up to that world and just let everything inspire you, look at the world around you and let it inspire you, you know, seeing different dancers, like maybe not belly dancers, but like a Latin dancer or a hip hop dancer might inspire my next piece or my next combo or whatever it is. 
So there's inspiration everywhere. It's amazing. The world is full of inspiration. So just just be open to it. Sometimes we're not totally open to it. So be open to it. Breathe. Breathe in the the motivation and inspiration everywhere. Um, another thing that some people feel motivates them or inspires them, and I think sometimes this can be true for me too, is so at the start I said dance, 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 dance more, do more, do it all. That's usually my go-to and that's usually what helps me. Sometimes though it's time to take a little break or even just like a day break if you're used to dancing every day. It doesn't have to be a long stretch of time or maybe maybe you need that long stretch of time, depending. You know, you need to really listen to yourself, listen to your body, listen to your mind, listen to your artistic mind and figure out what you need. So taking a break from belly dance, maybe you want to go discover a different type of dance form. Maybe you want to do a sport. Maybe you want to just write. Maybe you want to do something else. Maybe you want to tackle another facet of belly dance. Maybe you'd like to start teaching and you're not teaching right now. You want to start teaching rather than just being a student. Maybe you want to start performing. It could be that. It might not be a break from belly dance. It might be a break from what you're doing in belly dance. Are you teaching? Do you need a break from teaching? Maybe you want to you know, perform more rather than teach or take some classes rather than teach. And uh, so it could be a break from the dance altogether. You might want to take a few weeks off and, and miss it and then be raring to go when you come back to it. Or you might want to just take a break from your place in belly dance. So, you know, figure it out what it is for you. And you don't necessarily need a break to be inspired or motivated. I'm not saying take a break all the time. I hardly ever take breaks from belly dance. But I do change my place in the belly dance world often. I've put on a belly dance competition. I've taught. I've performed. I've been a troupe member. You know, maybe you're a soloist and you decide, you know what, I'd like to be a part of a troupe now and not not just be a soloist. Go perform in a troupe. Or maybe you're in a troupe and you want to become a soloist. And I'm not saying you can't do all of it. Well, I mean, you can't do all of it all the time. Definitely, you can't put your energy towards all of it. But you can do some of it and you can switch around. You know, I've been a writer. I have my podcast. You know, I've made costumes even. I have my troops. You know, I'm a troop director. There's so many different hats in the belly dance world. And sometimes you need a break from one and try the other. Put a little more emphasis on a different area. So... Think about that and um, I guess, you know, let inspiration hit you from all over. Music, your environment, your friends, your family, taking classes, giving classes, performing, going to live events. These are just, you know, a few ideas. Videotaping yourself, Instagram, watching YouTube, putting up videos on YouTube. They're just a few ideas here and I hope this just opens the conversation of let's all share what motivates and inspires us. So definitely email me or comment on our Facebook page Belly Dance Talk Radio and let me know what inspires you, what motivates you and maybe I'll have a whole show of listener tips on what can motivate and inspire 
um, other listeners, basically. So let's share our ideas and let's all just motivate and inspire each other. Till next time, have a great week, guys. I want to hear more from you about Belly Dance Talk Radio. What do you want to hear? Who do you want to hear from? What do you want me to talk about? Do you have questions for Will the Arab guy? We'll bring that feature back where you ask him questions about music or culture or dance in general, you know, from his perspective. So let me know what you want to hear. You can follow me on Instagram at Mayada Dance. That's M-A-Y-A-D-A-D-A-N. N-C-E, Mayada Dance. Also, check out our Facebook page at Belly Dance Talk Radio on Facebook. Definitely drop me a line if you have ideas, comments, questions, whatever it is, at Mayada, M-A-Y-A-D-A, at Rogers.com. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes and give us a five stars if you're loving it and a little review. Thanks for that. And we'll talk next time on Belly Dance Talk Radio.